out there, we're on the air, it's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Second period. Where players dance with skates a flash, the home team trails behind. But they grab the puck and go bursting up and they're down across the line. They storm the trees like bumblebees. They travel like a burning flame. We see them slide the puck inside. It's a one-one hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey <laughs> <It's great>. game. <laughs> Stevie decides, I'm going to stir the pot. We're arguing before we get out. <laughs> it's kind of quiet in the NHL right now. No, okay, tell me what's going on. Did I miss something? Um, this offer sheet thing is a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, true. Montreal now. I, what the hell is that? Um, we'll get into that. It, it's, well, it's Carolina I'm with being, you. That's just stupid. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. They are cutting off their nose despite their face. I was a little surprised, were you not? I mean, this ain't a love fest. We don't all think the same thing. Well, we don't always. That's no, I know, but I mean, I, I was coloring me a little surprised that Dennis Bernstein thought it was a good move for Carolina. Yeah. I, I don't see, in, in any world, I don't see that being a good move. To well, offer a guy $6.1 million who's a $3 million player, okay, if you, you think you're settling a score, or but are you? There's no, I mean, if you're Montreal, I'd be sitting there going, thanks. What, you, you think you just did something mean to me? You give me a first and a third, I can parlay that first and third into a guy that's better than the other kid. Yeah. Well, and it, maybe it sets you up to do something really big because remember, you have more bullets. And remember, our, our buddy Mike Lewis said, you know, he likes Kakamiemi and, and thinks maybe he, in in the style that they play in Carolina, can have a better season. I I don't see it. I'm I'm not a Kakamiemi guy, and now you've overpaid for him. I, well, I, I think what Mike was saying that he was okay with it in that it's one year. You know, you're, you're okay if you're sitting there. Okay, I'm plopping this guy in here now. He'll fill a role for us, and that he's a good player to be at the level he's at. But you're not in the business of paying a guy like that that kind of cake. That's my- now, to do it for one year, if it technically doesn't hurt you so much, if you think he's a guy that makes a difference. But again, they lost Hamilton. They lost the goalie. I, I, you know, all the other stuff. But if I'm Montreal, see, I think the problem for the Canadians is I think everybody goes too nuts. Oh, Montreal just missed. They were in the final. And they think this is going to be an annual thing. No, it's not. That was They got hot. Yeah. I mean, come on. Let's cut to the chase here. And, and they've lost people since then. Let's cut to the chase here. I think Vegas should be ashamed of themselves. They lost to them. Yes. Well, but it's the same old story, Brian. Well, it's, I mean, Flurry makes the mistake. Let's cut the – if Flurry doesn't make that mistake, they're winning that series – 
easy. That that is true, but also we saw it again from Montreal. That third and fourth line, what was a difference? I and I give them full marks, and I am not taking anything away from them. But are you, are you counting on a third line again next year, a third and a fourth line no. to carry you to the Cup final? No, no, no. Well, Montreal. No, and they, them, Stevie, if that's a regular year, they're not even in the playoffs. Correct. Correct. So what is my that these fans in Montreal are delusional? Yeah, I, I'm talking about it from Vegas' side in, in that regard, in that, again, a fourth line, a third line beat them in the playoffs. That, that, that seems to be a theme uh, with, with Vegas in the playoffs. Um, no, M- M- Montreal, again, they, they, um, they, they lose uh, Corey Perry. Uh, they lose their backup goaltender. I'm off the top of my head, I'm, I know they've lost some other pieces. Well, Weber. Weber's out. Well, you, Weber. you lose the it's, franchise right. defenseman. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. So, uh, and, and, and what was he playing? 28 minutes a game? Right. And, and then uh, Deneau, right? The guy who won, all, who won all the shut, face-offs. Yeah. A shutdown guy. Yeah. And then um, the Kings go, to me, nice player. The, Pings, the Kings give him too much. A little, yeah. He's not a goal scorer. No, he's not. No, he's not. I, I, I mean, put it this way. He's a high-end guy on Montreal. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah, were yeah. overachievers. They were. And, oh, by the way, Suzuki's a nice player. Caulfield's a nice player. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, Suzuki, bigger bigger sample size, I guess. Mm-hmm. The Caulfield thing, there's nothing that says no reason to think he doesn't take another step forward, but maybe not necessarily. I, I I think those two guys are are fine, but but they've again Montreal, you know, like you said that that's a tootsie roll, and they've lost pieces off of that team. I I, I don't see them, uh, you know, anywhere near uh, that finish next this next season now. So I and, and back to Carolina. I don't, if if you're bringing in Kakamiemi at at three million to fill a hole, okay, I'm good with that. I I don't even like. One year at six and a half, it's just way too much. You're not helping yourself. I, I don't. I don't get what Caroline's doing. In, in any it's of the business. owner being, I, no, I understand. He's that. Kind of, he's, you know, whatever. I, it's his. He spent the money, it, but it's like a toy, and it's it's it's. Oh, there's been a lot of goofy. The hair, okay. <laughs> it's not hockey. How about the way this guy treated John Forsland? Yeah. There's a lot of goofy stuff going down there. That's a good point, Brian. That's not how that's, that's just the organizational stability and not reading the situation. The fans love John Forslund. Yes, they did. The guy, fans love their announcer. Yeah. He, just, he dropped the medicine ball from the space shuttle on him. <laughs> I love that line. I get this picture in my head of this medicine ball falling out of this guy and just killing some, just really whacking the heck out of a guy in the head. Um, yeah, yeah. So, no, good point. It's, it's, this owner has no, what's the word I want to use here? Class. Yeah, right. He's got exactly. A lot of, he's got a lot of class. He's it's just all, all third. third. Yeah. No, no, that mean you just, you don't, Treat people that way in in any aspect of life, and it, I don't know. It's just one bad decision after another in Carolina, and it, and w- w- we had uh, Carp on in the first hour or second hour, whatever it was, uh, uh, and 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 it it Carolina had a good thing going, and and now piece by piece they it's were coming close. apart. Yes. they were my pick last year. 
Okay, they ran into a buzzsaw. They, okay, Tampa Bay smoked them. It happens. But they were right there. I thought, the, I thought they were – you, you said this. You say what you said on the first hour when you compared well, Florida to Carolina. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're going in opposite directions. It, it feels like a 180. Like, like I, again, I, I felt like Carolina had this good thing going when, when uh, John Cherry, Don Cherry called them a bunch of knuckleheads. But they, they, they were and, – and they're there, and, and, and that's something you can build on and improve going forward. And instead, they're headed south, and Florida's headed north. Florida, with every move they make, Florida's getting better. So if you're the Bergevin guy, a first and a third, okay? A first and a third, you can make a run at Christian Dvorak, okay? Right. You can make a run at Monaghan. Yeah. And they keep trying to connect the dots that there's something there that they're at least in the hopper on Eichel. Yeah. But you can sit there and go, well, wait a minute. I got a first and a third round pick I wasn't even expecting to have. So I got to give up one less prospect. Monaghan feels like a nice fit there in Montreal. And, and you know, that's a good point, Brian. You do, I'll, I'll take the first and the third for Kakamiami and, and, and go get something that I, that I can use. A first and a third should get you a 30 goal scorer. Yeah. Right? Yep. Maybe yep. higher, 35 goals. I mean, if, you know, these guys don't grow on trees. But a first and a third, okay. I can't even believe I'm saying this. Now, Hurdle supposedly is ticked off in San Jose. San Jose, I I think they've got a, you know, the ship has got a sail on the cane front. That's a crease fire. It is San a crease fire. Yeah. But, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they'd want any part of them. I, I don't want to. I wouldn't want any part of Evander Kane. If I, no matter who, uh, I, okay, I just fine. don't want him on. But the I'm team. just saying, a first and a third gives you the wiggle room to. And hey, Bergman starts making calls around the league to guys he's been in love with forever. Sure. So maybe you can overpay for a guy that you think you've got a higher opinion on than somebody else who's got a guy. Say, I'll give you a first and a third. For, okay, yeah, sure. I mean, who knows what Bergeron can Bergeron can generate something with a first and a third. Absolutely, you, you may and be co- right. Maybe Kokinamia, the thing he was a scratch, a healthy scratch yeah. in the final. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, again, if he's a piece, you know, if he, a bottom, a third line piece, you know, and you're paying him three million, that, then I have no problem. I, I just six hundred. I, I just blah. Now, um. So you brought up the name Evander Kane. Your 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 thoughts. I I don't want. Here's here's my big thing with Evander Kane, and I've seen this time and again at at, at all the stops that he's made in his NHL career. He will quit on his team. I've seen him do it so many times. I don't want him. I don't want him in the locker room. That, that now, and that's in addition to all the other stuff. I've seen him quit on the ice. It's- It's the off ice stuff. I mean, the funny thing is, I mean, hey, I I watch him every night. Remember? He's got a lot of talent. As a Sabres fan, I sat here and watched. I'm going, you know, and I, I'm wondering. There's no small thing why the Sabres have been a dumpster fire. I'm watching these games. I'm not. Listen, I know a lot because I'm old. Well, I'm serious. I'm yeah, not, no, me I'm not too. bragging. I'm, no, no, no. I, I've watched this game forever. Yeah, experience. I know good from bad. I've seen what works and what doesn't work. That's all. Yeah. I'm not. I don't have this inflated opinion of myself. I'm a, 
you know, scout worthy or the. But I'm telling you, I watched the Sabres. I watched Kane with the Sabres. And I'm watching this for the whole season. I'm going, I've never, do they not have coaches? The guy played with his head down. Okay. If he got the puck, you weren't getting it back. Okay. Head down, going, and he's shooting it. If it went to him, he was shooting it. Pacioretty was kind of like that a little bit mm-hmm. two years ago. Now with his line mates, they dangle it around a lot better. And I think Pacioretty's gotten even better in, in terms of dishing it. But but he he's still, if he gets it, what does he do on a power play? He's got the wrist yeah. shot. He's shooting. Okay, I guess. You, know, you want your shooters to shoot. But that doesn't mean you, you don't play with your head up. There's all these other opportunities that are there and exist. And at the tail end before they got rid of him, he started playing with his head up, and he was a lot better, and he was passing the ball. I think he's played, honestly, I think he's played actually very well for San Jose. I don't think there's been issues with him playing. Well, you can say, I know what you're saying. The one series where like he, he, he was getting himself thrown off the ice because the game was hopeless. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm telling you, I said the same thing. You know, if that game would have gone another minute before the goofy major was called against Vegas, Kane would have started a fight and he'd have been out of there. Yeah. He would, you know, but it's all, it's the other stuff. It's the other stuff. I don't know anything about the marital thing, who's right, who's wrong. It's just everywhere he goes, trouble or distraction seem to follow. Maybe a lot of it is not of his making, but it just happens time and time and time again. And if George McPhee and these guys, what do they say? We want high-character people, blah, blah, blah. You know, okay. Is it coach speak or is it a real cultural thing for organizations? I mean, you look what, honestly, San Jose, they swung for the moon with Eric Carlson. Right. They got Evander Kane. Where have they been the last two years? It ain't no good. No, it hasn't been good. I, I, I you know, character guys. I I, I kind of like that, and 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 there there are there are character guys here, and off ice and 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 in the room does count for something. You know, you know look, every guy in the NHL is talented. They, they they contribute in some way, even if they're a bottom six guy, right? There's talent there. Um, I think I think a big part of of any team being good, making deep runs in playoffs, is is character in the room and 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 what goes on. Off ice as well. Um, it, it's a makeup. It's 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 the way you practice. That that's part of it. The the the, the conviction you have uh, about yourself uh, being the best hockey player that you can be. That all of this stuff is part of that. I I don't feel that from Evander Kane. I just I, I I never have. And and the guy is extremely gifted. Extremely gifted. Well done, Fat Fingers. Um, you're welcome to call in. Did the second caller I knocked into the ozone layer. <laughs> I I got a call. A lot of space stuff today. Ozone layer, medicine balls falling from shuttles. And you're wearing a new Elon Musk. (laughs) 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 It's it's, uh, Vegas Hockey Mm Allen. You want to call in 702-221-SAVE. 221-SAVE. 221-7283 if you're wanting to jump in. And my apologies to whoever I zapped. Somehow, Mike always seems to survive. We love you, Mike. How you doing? <laughs> like a cockroach. That's <laughs> you, go. you got a you got a half life of ten thousand years, pal. Oh, good. 
I guess. By the way, let's clean up some old business because uh, you had a very brisk discussion yesterday about someone roars Bobby scores, and you couldn't figure out which Bobby that You got the been. answer? I, I Well, I emailed his son. Come I, on. <laughs> I swear to God. You, mean, you I emailed whose son? Stompin' Tom? Stompin' Tom's son, okay. Paul Connors, T-A-W. Wait, I'm just curious. I mean, is, is Stompin' Tom's son like – was he about? It? Oh, he's it, he's somebody, or at least no, he's no, trying no, to no. No, but I'm, I'm saying I'm not knocking the guy, but he he can't be no spring chicken either. No, no, I don't know, but I'm guessing he's seventy or in yeah. Six or 60. Okay, and the ants in the ants. This is great, Mike. I love it. Well, well done. The ants. Isn't this great? Do we, do we have a, def, uh, a defined answer? Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I, I suggested. And first of all, I told him what the premise was that this show in Vegas is playing your dad every day, and we think it's Bobby. <laughs> I did, and I said we think it's Bobby Orr. Is it Bobby Orr? And he said, "Thank you so much for reaching out. Yes, it's Bobby Orr." There you go. He comes from yeah. He comes from Perry Sound, Ontario, Canada, and Stompin' Tom has played in Perry Sound many times. And uh, he's talking to it like he's still alive, but he's not, of course. Uh, he never had the opportunity to ask him if he had seen Bobby play in Perry Sound, but I'm thinking that he more than likely did. Thanks so much for playing my father's song and keeping him alive. Cool beans. How well done, that's Mike. That's neat. You give him some correspondent money, Brian. He's got the. Chin. <laughs> are, you, are you sitting in your living room with the? With the fedora with the little piece of paper that says press in it? Are you like Jimmy Olsen? Yo, no, I feel like who's the guy that does all the NBA insider stuff? That long name. I feel uh, like Wojowski. Wojo. I feel like Wojo today. Anyway, that was what you guys have been great in, in talking hockey in general, keeping it a, a flames alive, no pun intended. But uh, <laughs> there's there's really nothing to add other than good character is what I'm hoping will prevail this year. I I have, I have not, you know, I've said enough about my thoughts on the team. Let's save it for September. Hey, hey, wait till you hear this, bud. I got to come back for you. Would you, what would you say if I told you the Bobby Orr, there's no joke. Okay. The Bobby Orr Hall of Fame is located in Perry Sound. There you go. Oh, now that makes a heck of a lot of sense, doesn't it, when you hear that? Yeah. Well, apparently that was his dad's, one of his dad's favorite, if you'll excuse the expression again, old stomping grounds. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, it's great to hear that. I mean, they say you can find anything on Google, and I guess this proves it once again. Or on the phone. <laughs> or on the phone, if you have to go that direction, yeah. Well done. Okay, well, go ahead. Thank your, you. Your thought, continue. Uh, no, no, the thought was... There's nothing to add to the hockey talk that you guys have been doing. The kind of guests that you have are more uh, NHL-centric, so and I, I enjoy the heck out of them. But they, Knights fans, for the most part, are, are, are just kind of going, okay, that's great to know what the North Stars are going to do this year. Uh, but <laughs> realistically, it's a good knowledge of the game rather than the team. And when you have a Ken Bulky or a David Shane or somebody like that on, that's that's when we get more local centralized, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, well, it, it is it is the off season. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, just the fact that you're waking up every day and doing this, God bless you both. No, no, we love doing this. We can do this all day long. I mean, as of today, 
I mean, you, and and I will say this to you that you know the challenge has been Mike for doing this show is Vegas has always been good, and you know what you will not hear, you know, in other places likely, <laughs> understandably <laughs> so. If you know what I'm saying, I is, do. When these guys are bad, you're going to hear it here. And we're going to tell you who's... I mean, if you think about it, what has there been to criticize about this organization and the whole thing since it started? I mean, you're going to get the honest-to-God truth here, but there's not a whole hell of a lot to criticize with these guys. You know, we could sit there, They okay, all the stuff that added up for Pacioretty, that was bad, that wasn't good. Um... We had, we had a we little. Had the, we had the Zikov yeah. snafu thing. Okay, you had the Shipashev thing, but at the end of the day, I give McPhee credit for that. If it wasn't going to work, get rid of it, cut the cord. I mean, I, I don't even think that's a criticism. The one on ice criticism is it's an offense that collectively seems to go cold at long stretches. You can say, did they do, and we all did. They needed goal scoring, but they got Petrangelo. But then Petrangelo was the best player by a country mile in the playoffs. So, right. I mean, but I mean, but the things were that were critical of these guys. The criticism that we pose is to put them over the top to win the whole damn thing. I mean, I'm telling you, in other markets, you know, you're treading water. You're constantly a 500 team, or you're fighting just to get in. On a daily basis, you're sitting there, you're picking a scab off the wound going, this guy's killing us. I mean, who have we been able to sit here and say, my God, he's been a detriment. So, And, and, and hopefully that day doesn't come for a long time. But that makes this show hard. It's easy, to, yeah. sit th- it's easy to sit there and say, oh, my God, this guy's great, and we can fight over I don't want to get Peyton Krebs up to get Jack Eichel. That, that, that's our argument. I mean, that's what we're arguing about. I mean, what what if you got four guys in the lineup that are minus seventeen, and you're sitting there going, "They're not NHL players. Get them the hell out of here." And when that day comes, we're going to say that. But that day does not exist around here yet. No, I think Ken Belke finds the most blemishes in the team. I'll give him credit for that. But even so, there just aren't that many that you can discover. And just think, if you woke up every morning in Columbus, Ohio, what in the heck would you be talking about? I honestly, I actually think they're going to be okay. I think really? I think John Davidson's going to fix that. I don't. Well, I think they're. A, I mean, you could name Nashville or name Detroit or any. You know, you could name Nash, a lot of Nashville. Like, Nashville is a massive disappointment. They yeah. were built to be good for a long time, and they messed that thing up. I don't. You know the. Uh, to me, it started with Subban. Bringing Subban in is probably yeah. where indeed it started. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, there's a lot of teams out there that the history repeats itself. A fish rots from the head down. And a lot of these right. guys make the same mistakes. And it, it's like it's a revolving door of stupidity. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. I would like to have a little more personality on the team. Your your captain may be the worst radio interview of the whole on the whole team. That's too bad, really, in a sense. I, I wish we had a little more fire and, and brimstone when guys, you know, like well, there's Marcia So as an example. Well, the, the, so we've those lost guys, some of that. So, so those guys, I wonder if 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 organizationally this kind of didn't happen on purpose. So. 
you're right. The, 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 the one guy remaining is March or so, but Schmidt is gone, and now Reeves is gone. Those, those guys are gone. I, and yeah. Well, you know, collectively, that did happen, yes. I would politely, respectfully, I don't say I dis- disagree with Mike, but I don't think it's just because you're a captain, yes, you have to deal with the media, but I don't think you want the guy changing his personality, like play, like he's playing a role because it, it supposedly oh, no. fits a narrative. I, I, I think Stone is a phenomenal captain. I, I think, you know, when you see that guy score or when he's ticked off, I mean, he's a fire-breathing dragon, you know, and he leads by example. Yeah. Now, if you want to criticize somebody, hey, he's – and you know what? I, I, I will – there's a part of me one I guarantee is a strong word, but there's a real strong belief that Stone was nicked up in the playoffs, and if not, then sorry, he you know not good enough. He said I wasn't hurt. He said not good enough. So that's a captain right there, and Stone's probably the guy that five minutes after the season ended wanted to start the next one. So you know yeah, it. You yeah. needed Stone. You needed Stone to be way better in that series against Canadians. He wasn't. I mean, I mean, this the reality of it. Well, and then, but you do have a history on your side because it's not Stone the year before. It's not Stone the year before that. But it's always the same result, and that gets a little bit old, even though it's been successful. And again, I'm not being Pollyanna here. Only one team wins. At the end of the day, there's only one team that wins it, and you're still. But the best team did not prevail in either, any of those three series. The best team did not prevail. You'd almost well, have to admit that, wouldn't you? No, Tampa Bay was the best team. No, but I'm saying get to the get to the cup. For, you know, for three years in a row, we had trouble getting to the cup, and the best team did not I, win. Well, again, like I said. You get a bad taste in your mouth when it ends, and you lost to a team like Montreal. And that's what we remember, what we kind of forget. And again, I'm not getting, I'm not a soft touch. I'm not becoming a soft touch in my old age here. They did get by Colorado. They did dig down deep, and they got by Colorado. And, and I'm not saying that was a letdown spot. They they faced a team that was playing this. I thought I thought it was a very flawed strategy that it took them how many games to realize dump the damn puck in. They kept trying to skate yeah. through them, and Montreal kept counterpunching, but Vegas, we're better than them, we're playing our game, and they played right into Montreal's hands. And yeah. then they changed. Fleury made the mistake in the game, you know, whatever, but it happened. But they should have still been good enough to, you know, find a way to win, come back and win, win the series. I thought they wasted three games when you could see it Five shifts into the first game, dump the puck in. But their arrogance mm-hmm. and stubbornness, if that there's a criticism, I think there's a level of arrogance and stubbornness with their game that bring your lunch pail to work, man. You Get the lead. I've been saying this from day one with this team. If you get the lead, the ice opens up and the fancy thing will come. And you've got the skill to kick the door down with the fancy stuff. But don't start with the fancy stuff, because how many times do you end up chasing the game? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what you've been clear and concise on over the last 
couple of months. I appreciate that. It's been four years. I will say that, <laughs> yeah, for four years now, I, we, we had nothing really to talk about the first year. We were all living in a, on cloud nine, so losing to Washington was almost like, oh, we had to lose to Washington. It had to happen. And you know, that's kind of the way we felt at that moment. Like, if we'd gone already, think of how many more times we're going to go. And you get that, like that well, Dan Marino false sense of security. Well, hey, I'll just say this to you, Michael, and we'll let you skate. But thank you for calling Snop and Tom's tight. Yeah. But, you know, Detroit made the playoffs for 25 years in a row. Now what's going right. on? Now, you know what I mean? All good things come to an end. Well, you sure don't want to go back to Buffalo. Then I'll leave you with that. Well, I'm I'm just saying. I mean, it's it, today's a gravy train, and you've got opportunities today. But all of a sudden, these big contracts and wiggle room and salary cap and things change. Oh, yeah. that was one more quick thing, and then I'll I promise I'll go. No, the right. salary cap issue because we've we've extended the collective bargaining agreement for five more years, which is sensational in sports. Uh, unbelievable. When is that salary cap going to go toward the hundred million mark? It's got to eventually, doesn't it? Not in the NHL. Yeah. Well, Not it's initially. already. I mean, they they no, but it's got to go up some. Well, they 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 were looking at eighty eight, and then this little thing called the pandemic hit. So they so. Well, I know that, but you know, isn't it time that we thought a little higher than like a ninety or something? I think they're still trying to recoup what they've lost over the last. What year and a half now? They lost so they, a lot of dough. So why do you? So why do you pay Kale McCarr the ridiculous? I mean, what, where, where is the dichotomy there? I don't get it. Well, Kale McCarr's worth the money. Darnell Nurse isn't. No, okay, or somebody like that. So they're overpaying individuals, but the salary cap stays the same. You guys figure that one out. I can't. I don't. I have. I have no answer. <laughs> no, seriously, I don't, I don't have an answer for. For for nurse and and we're we're talking about Kakamiemi, uh, going to uh, Carolina. Um, who who here who? here it is. I'm just part of the new CBA. Salary cap remains. Uh-huh. I hate this stuff. Yeah. By the way, yeah. I'm doing this for you, Mike. I appreciate it. The salary cap will remain at eighty one and a half million. I have That's future insane. increases occur incrementally until the league recovers from the impact of the pandemic. I mean, Meanwhile, we'll play we'll pay guys twelve million dollars a year. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, it, it depends on who on who it is. Again, McCarr earned his money, they're, they're, but I don't I don't get you know, and and I got nothing against you know Darnell Nurses and no one else is coming to mind. I'm happy for him. Other, there are some other bad bad contracts here, but why 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 are you overpaying for those guys? That that that's what. Uh, blows my mind because now when you do that now you can't go get a guy that's going to help you either make the playoffs or in the playoffs which is what killed the knights in some ways last year yep i agree just you know all right so listen mike mike when you hang up mike um yes let's see um Helter skelter in a summer swelter. Birds <laughs> fell throughout through the fallout shelter, eight miles high and falling down. If you want to go Don McLean and let's find out all the all the little things in American oh Pie for gosh. us, that'd if be I great. Could sit down, was it impressive that I rattled that off? No, that was good. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. You didn't read that off of Google? No. Yeah. That shows you how old we are when we yeah. can remi- remember. I can remember phone numbers from when I'm five. I don't, Larry next to me, Stevie. I'm <laughs> Short term memory is not good. All right. <laughs> okay. Th- thanks, Mike. See you later. Right. <laughs> My phone number was Yorktown 45053. 
It wasn't 1-800-I-812-SOUR? No. When I was a kid, Yorktown 4505. 717-824-7900. 7900. What? 824-7900. I know that. That was my phone number. Okay. I've had 79. Oh, I think over at Don Best at one time when I first went over there. The last four were 7900. Anyway. Uh, what, did, what did my... Oh, oh, so the Don McLean song, that Eight Miles High was a song by the birds. Yeah. Right. No, I, I just okay. rattled that off. But no. I mean, I, I know most of that. And then uh, Sympathy for the Devils got all the references by the Stones. Yeah. You know what those were. Yeah. Uh, the, well, one, I, the one we're always waiting to find out was was Carly Simon, you're so vain. Was that Warren Beatty? No. Uh, it, Did it, that just it, come out? Did it, she just say something no, about it? No, 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 no. I, I, I know this one because I, I wondered that myself. It was David Geffen of Geffen Records. Really? Yeah. Who, uh, it, something to do with her contract or something. They, they, had, they had a falling out over, you know, her recording contract, I believe. Okay. Yep. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. Yep. Do you remember David? Is it Geffen, yep. right? Yeah, that's it. He he and Cher almost got married. Did you know that? They dated no, for a long time. I saw some there's some music documentary not too long ago about you know Geffen was involved. Uh, and, and 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 Geffen uh, is he? I don't know if he's still alive. I believe sure. he is. Okay, he he is homosexual, but he for what I don't know how they hooked up. But but he and Cher hooked up and they they were there was a point there where they almost got married. Mm-hmm. They're, they're <laughs> <laughs> you want to go back to hockey? You want to go back yeah, to arguing I, about I Peyton do Krebs? Because I I I don't know. They're like about they're about eleven different things that could have come out, <laughs> and, and, and and I started and stopped four different times, and I'm like. I don't know. No. Oh, so a couple of things Mike brought up. The, the, the better team won. And I get, I get what the, – the better team didn't win. And, and I get what he means. On paper, right, they're the better team. Uh, they're, they're favored to win the series, all that stuff. So they're the better team. But guess what? The, the better team actually does win every series. Montreal played better in that series against the Knights. They were the better team. Tampa Bay – accumulated the best record a few years ago and then got destroyed in four games by, who was it, the Islanders? Or, no, it was Columbus. Wasn't it the, the, fir- the oh, first? Oh, Tampa the first yeah, yeah. in round one, Columbus yeah, yeah, yeah. swept them. Yeah, yeah. So, two years ago. So guess what? Columbus was the better team in that series. And, and no, I, there's, no, I don't argue that. All right. And, so, oh, and oh, by the way, see, I'd be talking out of both sides of my mouth. The better team does not always win, right? Like, I will always say, like, as a Sabres fan, in 75, the Sabres murdered the Flyers. Bernie Perrant won the series. They murdered them. Okay. I mean, they just tilted the ice on them. They needed a 30-06 to beat Bernie Perrant. I watched it up close and personal. I watched Hasek steal games and series on a nightly basis. And you know what? He's part of the team. If your goalie's your highest paid player, yeah, yes. though he's that's you're spending your money in that regard. You know, does that so, so you know you know what I'm saying? Defining what the better team is, 
if, if you've got the goalie that night after night is a difference maker and he's your highest paid player, well, that's how your team was constructed. That's kind of the point I'm getting to. So, so in that case, again, Perrant, part, part of uh, the Flyers team, the better team won because Buffalo wasn't able to solve him and, and he played that well. So for that and, series, and yes. they were, they're, they're the better team. That, that, that's kind of my point. And then the other thing that he said about Mark Stone, and look, I get it. I kind of like strong, silent type guys, though. But, but I also like entertainment. I, the, the, the first guy that came to mind when he, we, he talked about Mark Stone and his personality, Johnny Unitas. Johnny Unitas never said a word to anybody. He just went out and did it. And that's kind of what Mark Stone is. He'll do, and, and look, he... He played really, really well against Colorado, and then the very next series against Montreal didn't show up. I've got to believe there, there was a nick there. But, but, again, but again, to Mark Stone's credit, he didn't use that as an excuse and said, look, I've got to be, I have to play better than that for, for us to you know, advance. That, so I like that about him, even though he doesn't have that personality. Like the, but strong, silent type guys, those, those are the guys I like, man. They'll, they'll lead you somewhere. I'll follow those guys over any bunker. Next, o- over a bunker? I don't uh, through, through a, bunker. a bunker. Okay, I don't know. I guess you could jump over a bunker. I can't jump anymore. But you know what? If Sergio Garcia's in a bunker, I'll go in with him. He can get out. <laughs> yeah. Although, yeah, he hit that great shot at oh, the end, man. but he 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 hit two. He, I mean, he knocked himself out of contention. He left a couple in the bunker on oh, like number he? four. Okay. But no, he's a great bunker player. All right. So we sit here and we wait anxiously to see if there's a move or two or three and then there are some dominoes. Listen, the Blackhawks, we've talked about them. Connor Murphy, four-year extension, 4.4 per year. So, I mean, if you think of this Blackhawks team, Flurry shows up. Yeah. We all know that. You got Kane. I'm not even looking at Taze. Hope against hope for him. Mm-hmm. It lends its way for him to come all the way back. Right. it, some good young, but Doc, some good young players. Mm-hmm. But on the blue line, okay, they end up with Seth Jones. They trade, they get Jake McCabe. They lock Connor Murphy up. You know, Seth Jones is a minute eater. They got better in every facet. Yeah. And uh, it's an on-paper thing. But you know what? With Flurry in that room, the on-paper thing, to me, can meld. Yes. I, I, I was going to ask you that. So not only Flurry's skill on ice, but again, in the room, that, that room is now a little looser, right? And, and, and to me, when, when you're... Uh, when you're not so tight, it's, it's, you play better. It's not, you know, it's like so many things. And I'll throw you in with me. Idiots like us say, and every other idiot that does this, you know, it's like sports cliche stuff. There are things that fit in, not fit a narrative, just profiles. It's, you know, history repeats itself. But it is no small thing. And when a team's playing well or having a good year or whatever, all the players say it. 
Now, I mean, you, we know coach speak and GM speak, and these guys say the same old, mm-hmm. you know, blah, 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 blah. That's fine. But the players tend to be a little more forthright and honest. But when they collectively, as a group, say, it's fun to go to the rink, it sounds like a cliche thing. Well, sure, you're winning, it's fun to go to the rink. When you're losing, it's not fun to go to the rink. Well, you're not going to win every game. But, I mean, if that is, think about it. Just think about your life. I'm serious. The first, I'm like that now, honestly. I wake up every day. I love doing this. I hop in the car. I'm happy to come in here. I'm going to see you. Love doing what I'm doing. The first, when I... The first two TV jobs I had, I, I despised, but I was a kid trying to figure out what to do. I get the, and the job, the first TV station I got when I went to Buffalo, we were like the third-ranked TV station when we, we all got there. And we all kind of grew up together, built this thing up, and whatever. It, it got up to number one, and it wasn't even that. You couldn't wait to get to work. There'd be a blizzard. I, I'd hop in the car and go to work. And drive around with the guys and help help out the camera. You, you wanted to go there. You had fun. Think about it. How much of your life is your job? Yeah. It's more than a third of your life, yep. right? Yes. Yep. You sure as hell want to enjoy it. Yep. If you can. Yep. I uh, I, I like doing radio, too. I've, I've loved working in the sports gaming industry. Um, it is. It's, it, it's fun. And... and there have been times when I've been offered jobs that would have paid me more money, but I knew that I wouldn't enjoy that job as much as what I was doing, so I didn't take it. I had that a couple times. Some of them involved, I don't want to go there. The traffic is, I don't want to spend three hours a day in my car. Correct. Yeah. I'm telling you, the only I did not the only it. good thing coming from this silly-ass pandemic. You're getting to do a lot of work from home. You really can't. And if you think about how like lives have been changed here, I mean, businesses, honestly, I mean, if you're hiring people that you're comfortable, that you know, you've hired the right person and they're yeah. getting their stuff done, mm-hmm. why would you even open up a, you know, have the overhead of a, an office? Right. If you've got people that can do this. I mean, honestly, I can do this from home. And we're still coming in here and doing this. Right. But it gets to the point of, well, wait a minute. I could I could do this from anywhere. You can do it from anywhere, mm-hmm. and I could save. Well, it's twenty minutes. But I mean, think about it. if you could save ninety minutes of driving, if we're depending on your job. Yeah. Think about the extra productivity, and yeah. you you never stop working to go to work. Correct. Yep. No. Doing. I'm I'm doing more in the house. Uh, I'm I'm saving gasoline, which is approaching five dollars a gallon, and uh, and again the the, the overhead for the uh, for the company. Is less. They don't have to. Why don't you just talk to me and I'll be at home tomorrow. All right. There you go. <laughs> glad, glad, glad I could help. But it's amazing, though. I mean, I mean, and look at the media stuff. NFL's already said they're doing the Zoom world. NHL's not changing. It's going to be the Zoom world. No. The franchises love it. The coaches and, now, and the GMs. For now, it's the right thing to do. Right. This thing is still a thing. They they will extend this for as long as they possibly can. But they're extending it for the wrong reason. I, I know I know that, but the, but that's 
again, in my opinion, started with Belichick. These guys do not want to, you know, they're, they're not chummy with the media anymore. They're not sharing secrets. They don't really want to do it. They, they kind of have to. And if they can do it on Zoom, they much prefer to do it that way. So, oh, what happened? how about this? Okay. <laughs> my, my, I don't know why Mike Lewis called me Casey Kasem. Well, I talk about American Pie for one minute. Mm. I don't know. Boy, everybody's impatient. Mm-hmm. And how about this? It just happened. Yeah. So we'll do this tomorrow. Jeff Sherman from the Superbook. NHL point totals have just been put Ooh, on the board. Nice. So tomorrow we'll have NHL point totals. Cool. Our friends over at the Superbook. Mike Lewis, our good bud over at the Sun Coast. We love our friends, even when they throw darts at us. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he had to go with. But how about uh, Wolf, Wolfman Jack? Or uh, several ways he could have gone. Alan Freed. He, he decided to go Casey Casey. Mm-hmm. It's the thought that counts. The real Don Steele. <laughs> All right, good stuff. Follow him on Twitter at Stevie Slapshot. Follow me at Brian Blessing. It's coming fast. I oh, think yeah. There's gonna be a deal or two. I think I think something's gonna something's gonna something's got to pop in Minnesota. Something's got to happen there. Right. TC and Ballpark are coming up next. Good fun today, Stevie. Have a good day, my friend. I had fun too.